You're listening to KAYT, 88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. After Philippians chapter 3. Oh, thank God for Julia. Hallelujah. Philippians, the third chapter. Father, as we open your word today, we do need to be ever reminded that is, it is well with our soul. I pray that this word touch those who will be hearing it today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to be looking at one verse, but I want you to stay in Philippians with me. We're going to be looking at verse 10. Philippians 3 verse 10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. You may be seated. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Thank you, Junior. I appreciate it. Thank you, Identity. Amen. 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 And thank you, church, because this Yuletide season can bring a, bring a different thought to mind. Yes. But I'm thankful for the God that we serve. That's right. He does things miraculously. What do you say? Yes. Yes. Looking here just briefly, brothers and sisters, as we park upon the driveway of verse 10 and chapter 3, uh, this letter to the Philippians is one of joy and encouragement in the midst of of an adverse circumstance that Paul was dealing with here with the Philippians. Paul sought carefully to correct the problems of disunity and rivalry. However, his greatest challenge was to prevent legalism and antinomianism. Now, antinomianism is the belief that faith in God and God's grace alone frees the Christian from all laws, including moral standards of culture. In other words, let me reiterate it, antinomianism, you can Google it, is the belief that faith in God and God's grace alone can free the Christian from all laws, including moral standards of culture. This is salvation through faith alone, no works. Paul refutes this teaching with revealing autobiographical details about his previous attainments in Judaism. Now, compared to the goal of knowing Christ, these pursuits that were just named are nothing because you need the word. Huh? We as Christians should mortify the confidence in the flesh and win Christ because of the importance of knowing him intimately and personally as we deal with the determining factor. That's what we're going to talk about today. The determining factor. Something has to make sense and has to be the bottom line of what you believe. Amen. Are you listening to me, the Maranatha? Yeah. Paul in this passage is exhorting the people not to have confidence in the flesh, but to know Christ. 
The Greeks during this period, their attempt was to achieve salvation by faith alone. Of course, we know that faith without works is dead. James 2.26. Well, what does that look like in today's uh, vernacular? Well, if you're in a boat, are you listening to me? If you're in a boat and you got two oars on both sides, one of them is faith and the other is works. If you work faith while you're in the water, you're going to do one thing, turn in circles. Sometimes our faith is so shallow, that's what we do. Uh oh. Okay. The other side of the oar, you're just working works, trying to do stuff, good things, think that you'll merit your own self to heaven. You'll just be going in circles, that old song by the Gap Band. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but if you work both of them at the same time, you'll wind up going where? In a straight line. So here, Paul, he's, he's warning the Philippians of this type of thinking. You just can't have faith alone and no works. Because faith without your works is definitely dead. Here in verse 3 of our text in Philippians chapter 3, he says this. He sweetly admonishes them. He says, for we are the circumcision. Are you there, everybody? Which worship God in the what, everybody? In the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no what? No confidence in the flesh. Are we there? Are we in the, are we in the scripture? Yeah. yeah, I think y'all might be. Oh, it's on the screen. That's all right. Don't, be, don't get used to looking at the screen. Y'all be looking in your book or your phone. Amen. Because we are a people that worship God in the spirit. I do believe John says, they that worship him worship him in spirit and in truth. So you got to have some word that goes along with your worship because your faith will become shallow when you begin to look at stuff and enter into circumstances that are beyond your control where you're going to need the word. See, when we read the word, brothers and sisters, it's how the word applies to us. Huh? Not changing what God has said because you can't do that anyway. You can probably change it, but it ain't going to do nothing but go back to where it is. He says, and the just shall live by faith. You can't change that any kind of way because that's the way it is. Here, Paul, he's, he goes on, he says here, he asks if anybody had a right to brag, it would be him. You do know this because his resume is stated right here in the word of God. If anybody had a right to brag, it would be Paul. See, see, if anybody had a right to pat them own selves on the back, it would be Paul. If anybody that's had any lineage in the church, it would be him. You know, because we, we pride ourselves, Brother Lynch, we pride ourselves of how long we've been in the church. But we forget that we're not as old as the furniture. And the furniture has a purpose just to hold people up. Oh, Lord. I got to go there with you because some of us, we just come and we want to be like the furniture. But that's not what God has called us to. Because the main determining factor is that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. So Paul, he, he condescends a little bit, and he says, you know, we're always bragging about what we've done for God, but we, we fail to realize some things here that he wants to demonstrate to us as we look in this word. The Philippians, before you start boasting in your flesh about yourself, he says, let me give you some resume information. Verse 5 and 6 of, of Philippians 3. Look at everybody. He says he was circumcised. Are you there? Yeah. He was circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin and Hebrew of Hebrews. In other words, he was brought up in this thing. You can't get past what he know in this thing. 
Can I tell it in the 2018 vernacular? Yeah. He was brought up in Adventist. Yeah. He knows the 28 fundamental beliefs. Yeah. He's been watching Joe Cruz and Doug Black, Bachelor, and all the other ones. He knows this stuff. You can't shake him on this. However, he had some problems himself. He was a little boastful. Yeah. He thought he knew it all until he had an encounter one day. We're going to get there later on. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, the Bible says of the tribe of Benjamin and Hebrew of Hebrews as, watch this, touching the law, he was a what about it? A Pharisee. Yeah. Some of us are Pharisees. Uh -oh. uh -huh. It's fair, you see? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fair in your eyes how you see it. Lord, some of us are Sadducees. Some of us are seven-day Sadventists, too. I'm going to move on. Verse 6, I'm going to move on. I'm not going to stay there. Concerning zeal, uh-huh. Persecuted, what did he do? Persecuting the church? Yeah. Yeah. Touching the righteousness which is in the law, he considered himself blameless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do nothing wrong. I know the Ten Commandments backwards. Ooh, man, Paul was a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And I can imagine, brothers and sisters, that some of those people down there during that time, Elder Jackson, uh, one of the brethren would probably try to interrupt Paul. He said, no, I ain't done. <laughs> you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. What book can we say, everybody? 2 Corinthians chapter 11. He says he's going to finish his resume. Because you need to know, he said, not only my background, I was circumcised the eighth day, tribe of Benjamin, I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews, I'm a Pharisee, as touching the law. I know this stuff. But when you get to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through to 28, he says, I'm going to tell you some other stuff that I've been through. He said, I've been in labors more abundant, verse 23, in stripes above measure. I've been in prison more frequent, mm -hmm. in depths often, verse 24, of the Jews five times received I 40 stripes, save one. Man, he been whipped. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I suffered shipwreck. A night and day in the deep, verse 26, in journeyings often. In perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own ministers, I mean elders, oh, I mean countrymen. Sorry, doesn't read that in your Bible. In perils by the heathen, uh, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, are you there? In perils in the sea, car breakdown, ship mess up, went on the cruise, all that messed up. Uh -huh. In perils among false False prophets and brothers and ministers. Oh my. Verse 27. <laughs> in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, I was hungry and thirsty, didn't tell nobody. In fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Man, his resume is rich. Your resume becomes even richer when you have spent time with the Lord. Because when you read verse 5 and 6 of Philippians 3, that tells you what happened and where he got his pedigree and all that type of stuff from. But when you read 2 Corinthians 11, that explains what happens when you join up and start walking for Jesus. Amen. Well, Pastor, that wasn't, too, that, that, that wasn't too promising that we heard. I know. <laughs> because you got to endure hardship yeah. as a good soldier. Yeah. It's not going to always be easy peaches and cream when you say yes to the Lord. 
Well, Pastor, I don't think that you want to explain that to people when they join the church. How come you don't? Oh, we start living a hypocritical lifestyle when we don't tell them that. Honey, folk going to talk about you. They're going to blame stuff on you. And even some of the stuff you did, they have a hard time forgiving you. And smile in your face and say, happy Sabbath, and stabbing you in the back with a dagger. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me today. Lord, have mercy. See, see, besides all these things, Paul says, this is not, nothing of what I really want. This information of what Paul spoke of was a thorn in the side of some people and an all-out rebuke for others because some people didn't want to explain and try to hide the way things really are in the church. See, that's why you have some of us leave the church but we don't leave Christ yeah. because some of us are so hypocritical yes. that we really don't want to tell the truth. Come on. You know when we tell the truth? When we're in pain. Yes. Oh, yeah. They say for men, the worst pain is a toothache. Yeah. For men. Mm-hmm. Now for women, I don't know what labor feel like. Mm. And I don't want, I can't know because <laughs> I didn't come here that way. I'm going to just leave it out there like that, you know, in case the radio folk want to try to adjust it. You can't adjust that because I didn't come here that way. Came like God made me. That's what I is. And be like Popeye. Y'all don't know about that. I am what I am by the grace of God. That's what Paul said. Isn't that right? So because the majority believed their faith in God and his grace alone, they believed it was just by having faith in God and grace alone was enough to secure their salvation. So that means you don't witness, you, you don't study, you, you, you don't congregate. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as some have already done. You don't come together. I just need to have faith in God and grace alone. Honey, that ain't going to make it. Because some dark days will come. God will allow sometime some things to happen to you to strengthen your faith. But as he strengthens your faith, you gotta have some word to fall back on as your default. Are you listening to me? So you can't be listening to, oh, well, I'm gonna leave it alone. You can't be listening to the stuff you used to listen to while you going through and you broke and don't have no money. Let me not say that, saints are never broke. That's right. We're just temporarily, temporarily out of cash. All right. I had to put it in a nice way. We're not, we're not ever broke. We got bill money. Yeah. But the, the play money that we used to, Sister Terry, we don't have that no more. Because we done played it all out for the month. We done spent it on something else. But my favorite writer says this. I like what she says this. Auntie Ellen says this. She says, You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your troubles smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located on 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria and at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church on every second and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located on 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on air. Send your correspondence to P.O. Box 3131, Pineville, Louisiana 71361. And join us on every Tuesday and Thursday from 10 a.m. to 1015 a.m. on KAYT for the Restoring Faith broadcast.
Be blessed. You're tuned in to the voice of the gospel, beaming the gospel in three states to over 100,000 listeners, 70,000 watts of continuous gospel power. K-A-Y-T-F-M. Everybody's talking about the community-minded barbershop, Anointed King Cuts, 5811 Masonic Drive, Suite C&D, near the Circle K store at the corner of Horseshoe Drive. Master Barber Carmen King will amaze you with every popular hairstyle. Lineups, temple fades, faux hawks, fro hawks, mohawks, and more. You can also see Chris, better known as C Black, the apprentice barber. And for the ladies, Miss Angela has you covered, offering jumbo braids, scalp braids, sew-ins, crochets, shampoo and conditioners, and more. You will be able to relax in the comfortable waiting area and enjoy a Christian atmosphere. Both appointments and walk-ins are welcome. 318-730-4507. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. You will be able to leave feeling like a king. Anointed King Cuts, another proud sponsor of KAYT. Serene Steps Therapy Center is a counseling organization providing services for substance abuse, anger management, trauma therapy, parenting, grief counseling, and so much more. Conveniently located in Alexandria at 3654 Government Street, Serene Steps Therapy Center is accessible to everyone within a four-state area. Serene Steps Therapy Center accepts most insurances. No insurance? No worries. Private pay is accepted on a sliding scale. Office hours are Thursday through Saturday from 9 to 5. To find out more, 318-792-0180 and ask for licensed social worker Yoshana Sanders. Serene Steps Therapy Center, guiding your steps toward wellness and empowerment. Serene Steps Therapy Center is another proud underwriting sponsor of KAYT. Celebrating 40 years of music, it's Paul Porter and the Christian Heirs of Sontag, Mississippi. In concert at the New Bethel Community Baptist Church, 1807 Community Lane in Alexandria. Reverend Clarence Dupart Jr. is the pastor. Paul Porter and the Christian Heirs. Saints, hold on, it's gonna be alright. Also starring TJ and Trinity from Alexandria. You can depend on me. The New Bethel Crusaders from Alexandria. Cindy Humphrey and MOP from Alexandria. The Malone family from Cheneyville. The Anointed Ones from Alexandria. Perfect Anointing from Harvey, Louisiana. And the Union Zion Voices of Praise of Lake Charles. Paul Porter and the Christian Heirs, January 26th. Pre-show starts at 4.30. The anniversary celebration starts at 5. Tickets are $20. Tickets are available in the Alexandria area at KAYT 318-484-2500. With Ann Fluker, 318-625-8592. Or Cindy Humphrey, 318-730-1807. In the Rustin Winfield area, it's Kay Clark, 318-533-3096. In Natchitoches, Tracy Gaines, 318-527-6895.
This event is hosted by Ann Fluker, January the 26th. Paul Porter and the Christian Heirs at the New Bethel Community Baptist Church. TNR Entertainment is another proud sponsor of KAYT. You're tuned in to the voice of the gospel, aiming the gospel in three states to over 100,000 listeners, 70,000 watts of continuous gospel power. K-A-Y-T-F-M. Vanessa Williams, and I'll be home for Christmas. 24 past 10 o'clock, it's 59 degrees in central Louisiana. Thank you so much for joining us. 
This is brand new music from Jason McGee and the choir. It's called Promises in the New Music Spotlight. Put him back where he belongs. I've got the devil under my 
hope you enjoyed that music. It's the new music spotlight. Jason McGee and the choir. That one's just, that one is called Promises. And let me tell you something. That song is such a great song. I really like it. And I, again, hope that you enjoyed it. 1029 in the city. Good morning. I uh, said earlier it was 58 degrees. I stand corrected. It's only 52 degrees under a light rain and cloudiness here in central Louisiana. This is the Wade Hampton Show on KAYT, the heart and soul of central Louisiana and on Facebook Live around the world. Now, today, this Thursday, the 20th of December, is National Regifting Day. National Regifting Day. What does that mean? Every year, right before Christmas, people start giving gifts because they hadn't bought anything. So they start giving gifts that they already got. Now, there are some rules of engagement as it relates to regifting. One thing is only regift when you are certain that the recipient is going to enjoy your unwanted gift. 